0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the KF Podcast Wrestling Week in Review. How's everybody doing on this Thanksgiving day after Thanksgiving? Hope you stuffed your faces. Hope you felt good. We got a wrestling to talk about because wrestling, yeah. regardless of holidays, there's always wrestling. Um, it's me, Brock, always and Justin. Always wrestling. Right? Yep. Justin's just hanging out. No, Ken. He's. Um... <laughs> Oh, wait, Do you realize we had a message from Ken in here?
1: Yeah, he didn't answer the question you posed to him, no.
0: Yeah. yeah. As we were just talking about this on the show. All right, well, Ken's M.I.A. We're going to talk wrestling. We did have um, uh, Survivor Series, mm-hmm. which is what, Brock?
1: The only time when Raw and SmackDown superstars meet head-to-head.
0: It's also the best of the best.
1: The best of the best.
0: Because we love catchphrases. So Mm -hmm. let's talk uh, Survivor Series. Um, They threw in on us there a little uh, impromptu battle royal that The Miz won, which was kind of pointless.
1: Yeah, because it didn't really... wasn't for anything. It was just for fun.
0: Yeah, it's just like a for fun battle royal that made absolutely no sense. Yeah. but when we got into it, we started the show off with um, the men's team, which I was surprised by. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the men's one. I thought it was good. It was. It was. I like the clean sweep. Yeah, you know, I like the clean sweep. I like the storytelling throughout it. You know, Rollins kind of just took the pin and left. I think he's going away to go be with Becky for a little while while mm-hmm. she has her baby. Can you believe she's already having her baby? Like well, next- That was what... April, she announced it. So. She was two months at that time. Mhm. Close to it. Yeah. So you had that. You had the uh, Jey Uso storyline going along, disappointing Roman, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Team Raw pulling out the win. It was a good clean sweep. Um, and I don't know if I'm going in order here, but I don't have notes in front of me. But then we had Lashley and Sami Zayn. Eh, it was just okay to me. Nothing too exciting there.
1: Mm-hmm. I like Sammy Zayn and his victim complex thing that he's doing. Yeah,
0: trying it's... to get a, trying to get a, like, uh like disqualified and. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things, you know. It's always so weird when you're like, well, this guy, these two guys are both supposed to be heels, but then it's like the hurt business comes out with a ton of people or, or like. Are you supposed to feel bad for Sami Zayn because he's outnumbered? You know they got guys <laughs> everywhere, but then they're not cheating, but then they kind of yeah. like were cheating. So it's very weird. It's a very weird. I don't like the two bad guys versus two bad guys thing when they have Survivor Series like that. You know, I
1: can't tell if the Hurt Business are supposed to be bad
0: guys or if they're just tweeters or what they're supposed to be because they kind of like fight both pretty equally now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think anybody knows what the Hurt Business is. You know, Mm -hmm. one minute they're saving Raw from retribution, but then they beat the shit out of, of like, Ricochet and other people, and they pick on guys in the backstage. They bully, like, if you just happen to be walking by and, like, sit next to them, they'll beat you up. Mm -hmm. You know, they beat up, what's his name? Titus O'Neil for no reason, just because he wanted to join them. Yeah, so they're they're a strange group. It's very mm-hmm. strange. Um, we had when we had Oscar and and Sasha Banks. I really didn't care about this match. I mean, I, I they've seen it so many times. I really yeah. don't
1: care about it. Sasha got her win against her though finally. Yeah,
0: Sasha got her win. Um, the tag team match was really good.
1: Yeah, that was that was. That could have gone either way. I was I was happy with who won, but it that that was the one going in that I didn't I didn't know who was gonna win.
0: New Day not didn't need that win. No. That's good they gave that win. Street Profits had something on their on their resume to build. They didn't need that win. Mhm. That was good. I mean it was really entertaining. Really I mean just talented guys all around in that ring.
1: Yep. Um, Montez Ford, if because it's WWE, you know they're eventually gonna break up the street profits. Yeah, when they did, you know, the
0: sky's the limit for that guy. We say that, but we've said this so many times. You know what I mean? Like, couldn't you just see they break them up, and then all of a sudden Montez Ford, they, he's like a lawyer or something, <laughs> you know, and he's like
1: he's wearing nineties jobber gear and yeah, comes out music yeah
0: comes out to like a weird thing or or they make him like he's a massage. He runs he's a masseuse and he's creepily touching girls and he you know like you know they're like I mean the prime example of people that we were like this guy is, is Alistair Black. Look how they mm-hmm. ruined Alistair Black. True. This was and now I understand like they had to drop his music because there was lawsuits from what I understand. That's why Keith Lee's music and Aleister Black's music got changed because of the whole dropping CFO as their are the CFOs. Oh,
1: OK, I didn't know so, that.
0: that's why Keith Lee lost his music was C, they're not with CFOs anymore. So there was some of the stuff that like they were able to keep like the rap Matt Riddle song, the Finn Balor song the CFOs did. But like, I guess the Keith Lee one, there was something with that. So they went with a completely new song and it wasn't ready yet. Now he has his new song of him rapping again. And uh, that's why like they changed Alistair Blacks. They gave him like a different theme. But I mean they uh, dropped the ball on that guy. How, how it miss? seems like
1: it, if it had lyrics they had the re recorded thing. I wonder if they didn't get the right kind of like right yeah. to the vocals or something yeah. like that. It's
0: something with lyrics, something with the song. But I mean how did you how do you drop the ball on Alistair Black and ruin that? How how do you do that? I don't know. The guy it's just so far gone with him. So I would think you could take Mar- Test Ford and make him a huge star. But oh yeah. Will they? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the big question. They can make anybody into a big star if they yep. decide to put the machine. Behind them. Some of them would be easier than others, and I think he would, but like you said, they just you can't count on them to do it right anymore.
0: Well we'll get to that at the yeah, end here. We'll
1: have okay.
0: Cause I have a comment about a few things, but um, so yeah, so they won, and then you had the women's uh, five on five. Didn't like it as much as the men's. I thought it was a little stupid.
1: The ending was terrible.
0: The ending was terrible. I'm tired of the Lana shit. I'm tired mm-hmm. of Lana winning. It's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, I don't know who thinks that that's good storytelling or whatever that is, but it's it terrible. My <laughs> um, then you had the main event with the. Uh, the two champions, and I thought it was excellent.
1: Yep, those two. They're the only two megastars that they have right now. Yeah, the they only, are. Every, everybody else is, they got some big stars, but those are the only two at that level. Yeah. And I'm glad we finally got a Survivor Series match that was the two, two best that right. they
0: have. Yeah, that was the first time you've seen that as opposed to Daniel Bryan's a champion fighting Lesnar. Mm -hmm. You know, AJ was a champion fighting Lesnar. Like, this is – Drew McIntyre is the biggest babyface they've had in a long time, since John Cena.
1: Yeah. He's not at that John Cena level yet, but he can potentially
0: get there. He could get there, but it feels like the start of him. If someone's just a genuine babyface wrestler, good guy, wins – uh, you know, everyone loves them, and Roman's mm-hmm. such a, a great heel now. It yeah. was just, you know, and they, you know, they protected them well. Those guys beat the. It wasn't even like, oh, we have these two huge megastars, and the match is gonna suck. Those two guys can both go mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yeah. just put move after move on each other. I'm glad it
1: wasn't a clean finish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. happy. Yeah, you could. You you didn't need one in that match. Mm-mm. that's when you need a little bit of a schmoz ending, as they say. Yep. So then you had The Undertaker's Farewell. Um, When this started, I thought to myself, okay, what are they going to do here? You know, like, remember we thought he was going to be in a match, and he was going to show up and something and all that, you know? Yeah. They start with all the people coming out to the ring, and at first I was like, I love this, because this felt like the Ric Flair goodbye. Yeah. Everyone's in a ring. Everyone's coming out. Hey, here comes Kevin Nash. Here comes Triple H, Shawn Michaels, name after name after name coming down. All big stars, right? Savio Vega return. All the B, the-, the Bone Street crew guys were all there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great. They cut to a video package come back from the video package, and they're all gone. (laughs) And just old-ass-looking Vince McMahon is the only person still in the ring. What the fuck was that? I think they did that to protect the character. But there is no no protecting the character anymore. The guy's doing interviews left and right. Right,
1: but not as the undertaker he was the undertaker for the last time there i think when you see him on wwe tv again he's going to be the undertaker mark. mark Holloway, and he'll have interaction with people like a normal person
0: then why even have those guys come out they're not going to do anything
1: for you know the name recognition and at least they the moment actually,
0: like a minute each to say something about the Undertaker. I would have much rather had throughout the night, like, they're on camera talking about him, you know, like yeah, matches and stuff or, or even if you could have had them like stand ringside and just watch him do his last stuff and then after he does his Undertaker stuff, then have some interactions with him, you know mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know
1: why they were there. It's probably his request to have them there, maybe I feel like that was a Vince, like,
0: I get to be be the only one in the ring anymore kind of thing. You know, was Was Vince even there? I thought he was gone, too. Yeah, Vince was gone, too, after he announced him. He left. He just introduced everybody. How old does Vince McMahon look? He was looking bad. Well he is old now. He's and in his late now, is That he? guy that looks so decrepit and old like that and so frail, like out of it old, is in charge of creative of, of saying who's who's relevant and who's not yeah.
1: relevant. Yeah. And he's obsessed with dick and fart jokes too in his old age and that's that's what we get. Yeah. Juvenile, you know, stupid humor. And predictable storylines.
0: Yeah. because yeah. And everything overly
1: scripted. Because he has to be in control of
0: everything. Yeah. It's so weird. I did like
1: the Paul Bear hologram, though. We, yeah, we didn't mention that.
0: Hologram, the, the Paul Bear hologram was really cool.
1: Did it bring a tear to your eye?
0: It choked me a little bit. Yeah, it did. Yep, me too. And, uh, you know, I feel bad for The Undertaker. That, like, after 30 years this is, like, how he had to go out, you know? Like yeah,
1: no fans. He a rest
0: of the match in front of fans and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. You never know with him. You never know if he's really done or not.
1: I think he is. I think he's wanted to be done for a while, and they just keep calling back.
0: And I think he's enjoying all these, like, being Mark Calloway stuff, all these interviews that he's doing, mm-hmm. documentaries. I hope he sticks around the WWE and does some interactions as just himself. Yeah. You know, I,
1: I would, they'll, they'll bring him back for reunion shows and stuff like that as The
0: Undertaker. But I like Mark Calloway a lot, yes, Mark <laughs> Mark <laughs> a lot more than Undertaker recently. Is, uh, is a great guy. He's a, a good, entertaining guy. I'd like to see him come out and do, um, you know, just come to the ring as Mark Calloway and talk to superstars and stuff instead of the whole Undertaker gimmick.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you watch the uh, the Broken Skull Sessions, the second
0: part? It was long, but I it did. It was really
1: good. It's like two hours. I it, it hooked me, though. I watched the whole thing Sunday night, you know, in the Monday. He had some good stories. Yeah, he had some good stories. He did, he did. That one about whenever he got burned by the pyro. pyro, he said pyro that, that guy, that, the pyro was not. The pyro
0: guy's still there and I when this match is over, I'm gonna kill him. And they said he yeah. said we never saw the Pyro guy again. <laughs> the stuff about the Mick Foley match and how that cage wasn't supposed to break and uh-huh. uh, all the different stuff about that was interesting. I also liked the one about um, when Shawn Michaels said he wasn't gonna drop the title. <laughs> yes. To- <laughs> austin taker went and sat in gorilla position with his hands taped because he was going (laughs) to knock michaels the fuck out when he he came to the ring that's a great story
1: it is i've heard a rumor
0: of that before
1: but i never heard it from him so that was kind of great to hear his side of it
0: we'll tell you this story undertaker says that so you have steve austin on his rise becoming big stone cold right and he's about to lo- he's about to beat Shawn Michaels, who was champion for like a long time. And Shawn Michaels was about to leave WWE for a little while. So Michaels didn't really like losing the belt to Stone Cold. So he started telling everybody, I'm changing the end of the match. I ain't getting pinned like he they they may try to do this, but I, I'm walking out with my title. So Undertaker was like the locker room leader at the time. So he goes and sits in the, the, the position they call gorilla position is right when you come through the ring, like the curtain. They're sitting right there. That's where Vince McMahon sits. Okay. If Vince McMahon sees you right before you go out the out the ring, and be like, "All right, go." And then you walk out, you know. So they're right there. So Undertaker came in with his hands taped and sat right down next to Vince McMahon, and, and he was like, "If he walks through this ring, through that rope with that belt still, I'm handling business. I'm knocking him the fuck out." <laughs> Vince was like, why are you sitting here, Mark? And he was like, just cause. And he was like, oh, shit. All right. And like and like a rumor got around and they were like, take her sitting right out there waiting for you. And he did the right thing. He dropped the belt, you know.
1: He didn't go out through the back though, remember? He went out to the, the crowd. Crowd, cause I yeah. Because there was a... I forget what documentary that, they showed that scene in where he threw a big temper tantrum. And he came, went swimming out through the through the back. Probably because he was afraid to get beat up by the Undertaker.
0: All kind of good stories. Uh, they used to have wrestlers court and the Undertaker was the judge. And like decide disputes between wrestlers over finishing moves and who still <laughs> moves and all this stuff. It's amazing. I, 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 you know what, I don't usually agree with Jim Cornette on a lot of things. But I was listening to Jim Cornette talk about it, and he said, in his eyes, Undertaker's had the best wrestling career of anybody ever. Not the best wrestler, maybe, or the best performer. He said, but name me a career that's better than that.
1: Yeah, because the longevity number one.
0: Yeah. The 30.
1: relevance, like, he was always top of the card.
0: Always a, always a top guy. Never not a. I mean, I know Hogan was, like, always a top guy, kind of, too. But there was times where he like really wasn't relevant and, you know, went to other companies Mm in a lesser shows and that was basically top guy in the top company from start to finish Mm -hmm. from 90 to 2020. I mean, he was and people were like, well, you know, you only he's only wrestling the one guy in the Cornette show is like, well, he's only wrestling one match a year. He's like, yeah, but he fucking got himself to that position where he was to wrestle one time a year, and it was that big of a deal.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: And he said, think about anybody else that could have got that ability. They were like, no, we're going to need you to do some more dates. He was like, that's how important it was.
1: Mm-hmm. It think- was on their biggest show.
0: He should have never lost that that streak to Brock, though.
1: No, he, he even said that, too. Yeah. He wanted to do it to, for Roman.
0: Yeah. Different, different person doing it to Roman than doing it for Lesnar.
1: Mm-hmm. Because that was, and that was the point Taker brought up. He's like, because two years later Brock's gone, Roman's the top guy. He's like,
0: he yeah. just done a lot more
1: Roman. Yeah.
0: To be the guy that ended it. Yeah. So it was good. It was, it was definitely a good, um, good special. I also watched the Undertaker's uh appearance that Mike Matthews shared with us on. Yeah, on,
1: I watched that too. Uh,
0: that was good too. I like when you'd eat that one. He was like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's all right. It's good, good flavor." He's like, "Oh, here comes the heat. Oh, <laughs> no, here comes the heat." Do you ever watch that show, Hot Ones, Justin? Where they do yeah. the uh, the wings? Taker had one. that did one. It's pretty good. Is it okay? Yeah. You should watch it. It was pretty good. Yeah, that show is pretty entertaining. I've seen some funny ones. He when was I trying not to like, drink the milk, but at the end, his lips were bright red, his <laughs> eyes were water, and he was hurting. He did it, though. He didn't drink he did. the milk. Yeah, he did. He
1: also I don't didn't know put very much get, on there.
0: I don't know that I could get through that challenge. I, I could never get through that challenge, and afterwards, I would shit my brains out for days. I'd have nothing left inside of me. I mean, there's no way. I, could, I think I could do it. Your gut is just as horrible as mine. You die.
1: I get a ten out of ten when I go to a Thai restaurant and spice. Yeah. Then how sick do you feel days after? That doesn't bother me. Like
0: if it's like spices and stuff like that, I can handle spicy. And then you eat ten chicken nuggets and shit your brains out. Huh? <laughs>
1: My problem is quantity of food that I make.
0: That is true. <laughs> Right, let's start a food podcast again. Let's go over to yeah. Raw. So Raw in the beginning, Raw was an absolute mess this week. <laughs> Raw had like so much match potential, but everything was like a schmoz bullshit finish. Mm-hmm. We're now into this thing on Raw in WWE where no one can take a straight up loss.
1: No. It's
0: a few people that can take a loss, but then like they try to. They overprotect wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You, everyone gets overprotected, and it's like just let some people take a loss. It doesn't depreciate their value. There's certain yeah. like Roman can't take a loss right now. I get it. You know yeah. what I mean. But like you know, so you had that shit in the beginning where I did like it. I, I liked how it started because I'm like, oh, all right, Team Raw that won. They're gonna get maybe a title shot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know consequences for winning but then Braun Strowman loses his mind just because someone called him last but not least it makes no sense makes no sense he didn't he understand beat, the, it. beat the shit out of Adam Pearce where a week ago they were trying to make Braun Strowman like a good guy again Brom Strowman's yeah. the new big show he goes yeah. back and forth between he's evil <laughs> and then he was like hey guys get along we're on the same page and he's like what'd you call me screaming <laughs> and beating the shit out of a guy for no reason and i love i love keith lee but he needs to stop with the cocky faces
1: yeah it's annoying i hate the way they're making him talk now too
0: yeah well
1: actually i think that like Uh, stop talks like that you're not funny or cool stop
0: (laughs) the, the smirky cocky faces need to stop Mm-hmm. It's it, like just come out normal. You're a good talent. You don't need that, you know. The, the
1: two I enjoyed most in that whole thing were AJ yeah. Styles and Matt Riddle. Yeah,
0: I thought more, they were. Matt just Riddle, by the
1: end, I wanted to slap them. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, but that's yeah. that's what the that was the point of it though. Yeah, he was ever annoying. <laughs> So, uh Strowman knocks out fucking Adam Pearce, and then Adam Pearce calls Drew McIntyre Drew McInfart.
1: <laughs> Adam <laughs> Pearce is great. Uh,
0: Drew, Do you think Drew McInfart was on Purpose? No. <laughs> I think he was trying to say Drew McIntyre for the WWE yeah. Championship. Memphis and this was nearly killed. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Bronner almost killed him. Joe McInfart made me laugh my ass off when I heard that. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> um, then the, well, for some reason we had to hurt business first. New Day again because the WWE has to do the same match weeks in a row. Because Cedric
1: wasn't the one to get pinned. Yeah. Is that what, is that what the, they were trying to tell the story there? I, I didn't get what his argument was.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. It. I don't know. So weird. Um, but they won again. Yeah, they won again. And then yeah, and then like you said, you had Riddle versus Sheamus, which it won with a surprise roll up, right? Mm-hmm. But it was still a good match. That was probably one of the better of the matches of the night. Yeah. Uh, you know, I that was interesting. You know, that one I wasn't. I'm not like Simon Miller where right? I hate all the surprise roll ups. I don't mind a good surprise roll up. Really? It was.
1: It was different the way they did it in that match. It wasn't just like oh he's distracted and rolled him up. He yeah. kind of wanted to move on. You know it's-
0: And that's something Matt Riddle should do because he's right. a Matt technical wrestler. Matt yeah. Riddle should be allowed to roll you up as many times as he won because mm-hmm. that's his that's his shtick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's he—he—he's a technical. People like Matt Riddle, Kurt Angle. These are guys that should roll you up. Mm-hmm. Just to see that they can out wrestle you. Chad Gable. Chad yeah. Gable. there should be a roll up.
1: hmm.
0: No, Orange Sheamus
1: guy. is another one. Is he good or is he bad?
0: Oh, yeah, Sheamus is all over the place. Who knows? Um, then you had the Firefly Flan House, which I enjoyed because I like Friendship Frog, and I like that they <laughs> killed him. Then had a video about him. He's only been around for two minutes. They said he's been around alive for 20 years. 20 that was years. Pretty, Forty years. Forty years. <throat> I liked everything Bray Wyatt does. I thought that was all entertaining. Hmm. Um. I can't stand. I'm so tired of the Lana stuff. Yeah. And, oh, now she's teaming with Oscar. How about how Lana kind of Woman's title match out of that. When was that a stipulation?
1: I don't know. She's
0: had two title matches in a month. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. N- they won, and uh, you know, I, just um, her and Oscar. Now here's my case, though. Now. now we get to Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley, which if you look, that's a marquee matchup for a show. Yeah. Two people that never wrestled before. Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley. This is something you should advertise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Adam Pierce, like, oh my God, I'm just going to make this up at the moment. It should be this coming Monday, we're going to have all the winners of Team well, Raw.
1: exactly. That's the problem. Everything, the, this instant gratification that they take their fans want, And there must be some kind of market research back because it sucks.
0: Yeah, but everything
1: is this instant gratification. There's never any build to anything right. anymore.
0: Yeah, and and this is a marquee match, and again, it was a fucking stupid finish. Mm-hmm. Because why can't one of these guys take a loss? I don't know. If they can't take a loss, then they shouldn't be fighting each other.
1: Especially those two guys, because whoever won, it's not gonna look bad to lose to that guy. Yeah, like, it's not gonna look bad. To- it's not going to be bad to lose to Bobby Lashley like they're both somebody who should be able to beat anybody on the roster Right. but the current way we are right now it's just silly. why the
0: hell would MVP run in there and and interfere and cost Lashley a title match why was
1: Lashley okay with it
0: yeah what the hell are you doing don't run in here I had him (laughs) there can never be a minute where you know they don't do the whole gimmick anymore where like a wrestler just sort of takes his eye off the ball and gets caught with a finisher, mm-hmm. you know, like a finisher, a finisher yeah. means something, you know, like, Oh, you know, he was beating him. He got a little cocky and was like, you know, mm-hmm. um, stepping on him and all of a sudden he got caught in a spirit bomb and got pinned. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, day okay, afterwards, but you know, it doesn't make you look bad. I don't understand. It's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Should have been, yeah. should have been better. Then you had Alexa Bliss. She beat the shit out of Nikki Cross.
1: I like her new entrance.
0: Yeah, she's great. She needed it's scary this. She music. Needed, she needed a change up. This is good for her.
1: Yeah, she's doing really well in that role too. You, she it looks like a crazy person.
0: This should lead to eventually her being up for a title shot or something.
1: It will, I think.
0: Yeah, it should go there. Um, then you had AJ versus Orton. Which, again, was good, but then it ended in bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, I mean.
1: Which they alluded to earlier in, at the Firefly Funhouse. It was going to happen.
0: Yeah. I, these are two guys that they should just let wrestle.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: understand that the Fiend's coming after Orton. That'll give something Orton to do now, you know. Yeah. It's kind of out of the title picture now, which is good. And the Fiend will mess with him and then destroy him. And then, you know, we'll go from there. I'm mm-hmm. um, looking forward to SmackDown tonight. See what goes on there. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT, then. What did you think about NXT generally last night?
1: It was okay.
0: A little all over the place, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's because they decided to do this pay-per-view like two weeks ago. now they have to build for all these war games matches and title matches and everything in, in two yeah. weeks.
0: Yeah. Just everything's
1: so rushed.
0: So you had um, Ember Moon gets pinned by Larae and then uh, what's her name? Tony Storm heel turned.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I can't can I just go on record to say I cannot stand Tony Storm. Yeah, I'm not and the of- reason is her stupid facial expressions. Yeah. The way she surprised face, her her then her mad face. Like it just <laughs> looks like Terrible, like, high school play acting is what it looks like. It's it's terrible.
0: terrible. It's bad.
1: She's a great wrestler, I think, but it's just yeah. the facial that she constantly feels she has to make even throughout her matches just annoy me. I don't know what it is about stop. You know, like, this is
0: just bad, like, bad acting throughout. I like, just like, how she walks and then, like, hard stops and then kind of yeah. turns. Like a turret, you know. She mm-hmm. moves very like, like strange. Robotic. It's very strange. Robotic. Uh, and then we had Kyle Riley. He's gonna challenge later on that night. He was all fired up. I like that the EU is back. You know, something. I I, I like those mm-hmm. guys. Um, Thatcher versus Kushida. That was that was entertaining.
1: Yeah, I like that they're pushing both those guys.
0: She she'd have taking getting wins. You know, there's a little bit of a schmoz finish in this. Is a little bit too. Yeah,
1: I like that they protected Thatcher, though, because he's on his way up.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And um, Kishida's just good. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up with the title soon.
0: Yeah, which is good. Kushida needs it. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um. He was
1: a big deal in New Japan before they brought him over.
0: Yeah, for sure. Then we had the KO show in NXT. <laughs> was funny with all those people in it. Leon Ruff, he's my new favorite. I enjoy KO. I like all the stuff he does. I think he's pretty funny. Um, We'll see how that show goes. They're building up to... That's going to be on War Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need more Cameron Grimes nonsense. That match that they're building up with... Oh, I'm uh, so
1: sick of those two.
0: Yeah, it's a bad feud. That's a bad feud. Um...
1: I like they both get, of those guys, but it's just like why are they even... What beef did they even have? It just doesn't yeah. work
0: out a feud. It's not a good feud. You know? Mm-mm. It's just not. Um, then you had um. Rhea Ripley, which I thought she was going to come out and say she's quitting or something. That was just a build to get her on the uh, War Games team. Mm-hmm. Which looks like it's going to be her and... um. Eo and probably well, what's her name? Blackheart. So it'll be it'll be Blackheart, Ripley, Shirai, and Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why Eo Shirai needs to be involved in a war match. They don't
1: have anything else for her to do. She's I guess else she even though she's a the champion. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody else that they've been kind of like. Building as a contender is right, in
0: that
1: Yeah. You know, Gonzalez, even Dakota Kai is kind of a legitimate contender again. Right. And Candice. She's um, beaten all them recently, too.
0: Yeah, she has. Were you excited for the grizzled young veterans to return?
1: <laughs> I've always liked them, but I was like, eh. <laughs>
0: Um, then we add more to the story of uh Boa and uh Lee getting mis- getting like a uh afraid of some mysterious women- woman. Who do you think this woman's gonna be? I hope it's somebody new. She's like a powerful sorcerer or something like that.
1: Maybe it'll be a manager for them instead of another wrestler. Maybe Make it'll just like be me. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, And then you finally get Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly. I thought it was pretty good.
1: Yeah. A lot of the stuff, a lot of the spots seemed very rehearsed. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm hoping that the match. It took a lot of hard shots. They did. I'm hoping that guy that interfered at the end is not Pat McAfee and it's somebody else that they add to that group for whenever he's around. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Because I don't think McAfee was no, there.
1: I, I don't think so. I think they want you to
0: think it could have been him, but I think it might end up being somebody new. <laughs> Speaking of new people, how about how like Johnny Gargano when he got in a car with uh, his wife and then um, what's her name?
1: Andy Hartwell.
0: Andy Hartwell, but there was still a scream person with a ghost face mask. <laughs> Are.
1: I thought there was a guy and a girl whenever they first showed up. Yeah. I thought there was there was a dude too.
0: Yeah, that was. So
1: interesting. you got guys running around. Yeah. And then a mystery person with the uh, the Chinese folks.
0: Yeah, you got all kind of mysteries happening on that thing. Mm-hmm. All right, well that's cross over into the world of AEW. I don't have any ratings yet because they didn't come in yet. They're delayed due due to Thanksgiving. Um, This show, according to What Culture Wrestling and Mr. Simon Miller, was all ups and no downs. (laughs) It was a perfect show. So let's read about the perfect wrestling show. Um, To start... We had Hangman versus John Silver. What do you think about it?
1: The match was good. I don't know why all of a sudden Hangman can't beat John Silver though, after beating him up in tag matches for the past six months. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. It
1: took him what like a half hour to beat him.
0: Yeah, it took him like a good twenty minutes to beat him. I, I, I love Hangman. I, I, I'm not so. I, I get that John Silver is in shape and has like arms. That he talks about, I'm just not. I just don't really like this character. And it was like a joke character on being the elite and a comedy guy that mm-hmm. runs around for Brody Lee. And then, like, yeah, he takes Hangman to the limit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. I, I like John Silver, but Hangman's supposed to be your like number three or four guy. Yeah. Not he hired, you know.
0: Yeah. So I I did enough. like the interaction
1: at the end where they you know they gave him the chance to join the Dark Order.
0: Yeah. They're
1: gonna beat him yeah. up anymore.
0: Yeah, I I I don't get the Dark Order. Yeah. Why are they the Dark Order? They're like all nice guys.
1: Uh huh. They're, They're trying to be helpful
0: and helpful and nice, <laughs> and they do comedy. What? How's this? What Dark Order is this? You know. They're such a far cry from, like, the original team who was dark. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: I like it better without Brody Lee, though.
0: Yeah, I... I like Brody it
1: Brody. Not, better.
0: Brody Lee is stupid in that group. But they need to be a heel group. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a heel group, but they're, like, likable.
1: Yeah. They're being no. nice and, like... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're changing the we direction like, of it since Brodie Lee's like, going...
0: You have a chance to join us. If you don't join us, we're going to kick the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like, oh, thanks, Hangman. We're here for you, buddy. We love you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So the next match, we had Lee Johnson. Powerhouse oh, <laughs> is a new name. Every fucking. AEW Park will not admit that this is a stupid name. This is a WWE move where instead of calling a guy by his real name, they give him like a nickname. He's Powerhouse Hobbs. He's not Will Hobbs anymore. He's Powerhouse Hobbs. But everybody goes, that's a great name. (laughs) You people are the fucking worst. AEW can put a cape on a turd and you'll call it Superman. (laughs) It it, it looks close like him. Mm -hmm. Do you like the name Powerhouse Hobbs? I
1: uh, I would have been better... I would have liked it better if it was powerhouse Will Hobbs. Just his just, name. Yeah, just add the nickname to it instead of... I guess they're going for, like, that Thunderbolt Patterson.
0: And he was nickname, wearing, like, Taz. He makes a lot of goofy faces, too, Will Hobbs. He's just a
1: goofy-looking guy, I think. He's, He's a
0: goofy-looking guy altogether. <laughs> he makes a lot of goofy-looking faces. Um, Did that guy who
1: beat up was he from the Cruiserweight Classic? I've seen
0: him before. Lee Johnson's been in a few things, yeah. Okay. It just cracks me up. That's great they changed his name. Like, oh my god, if this was NXT, he'd be like, what, what a stupid thing to change his name to Powerhouse. Just let him be Will Hobbs. <laughs> Willpower. He was Willpower before. Yeah, I like that. That was actually cooler. Um... So it looks like another person's kid. Uh, apparently Taz's kid's name is. Hook. Yeah.
1: How disappointing was Hook when they finally revealed him, though? <laughs> yeah. You, you, you hear Taz has a son who's wrestling. You're like, oh, this guy's going to be cool looking. It's a strong ginger.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So stupid. I did like the promo, though. The promo between Taz and Cody was good. That actually brought some kind of relevance to that feud. Because before, it was like, why, it, why does Taz hate Cody and keep sending his guys after him? Now it make, kind of makes sense. Yeah. That's so that aspect of it.
0: Yeah. Um, but Hook was
1: very disappointing.
0: Yeah. Why is his name Hook? Because
1: Taz used to call Hook people.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's the real name, but it could be I don't I, like I liked everything Taz was saying, but like, I, I don't know. I was kind of annoyed with the whole Cody coming out like, let's not do this right now. I'm doing my VP job. I don't want to be a wrestler right now. I'm back here being a VP. Let's take it. Let's take this off, you know. And then, and then Taz barely got that choke on him, and they were acting like Cody was half dead. Taz is so old, and like barely got that joke. They're like, "Oh my God, Taz tried to kill him. <laughs> he choked him." I'm like, I think Cody could have got out of that, uh, you know. But are we gonna have another person's kid wrestle on the show now? Yep. Gonna be Hook's gonna wrestle, you know.
1: His real name is Tyler. Hook. He trademarked the name Hook on November 20th. <laughs> so he
0: just did it. That's a, that's a stupid name. And again, Taz like, you went too far. You said my son's name. <laughs> okay. well, he pointed out that he
1: was training. His, uh, yeah,
0: he was training. What him. pissed him
1: off is he said, if you're so great, Taz, why did your son come to me for training and not you? Yeah. That's yeah.
0: Ricky Starks is growing on me more. He is the better talker out of those three.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't even think he needs Taz. Like I think he's a he's pretty good.
0: Taz is a great talker, but I think yeah. Ricky Starks Yeah. Then you had Top Flight fighting the hybrid too. What did you think of this? This
1: for what it was, I thought it was very good.
0: I can't stand how how Helico comes to the ring. <laughs>
1: With the sideways dance.
0: Sideways dance and, oh, so annoying. Yeah. Uh, but, th- yeah, this was, I mean, this was just a flippy floppy type match, you know. That, there was a lot of missed spots in this match, too.
1: Mm-hmm. That just shows you that you need somebody polished at that, like the Bucks are. Too. A little
0: different watching them wrestle the Bucks than watching them wrestle the hybrid too. Mm-hmm. There were times they looked a little confused. Yeah. And I don't get it. are the young Bucks good guys now? I think. I don't know. They were going bad, or they were just babies until they got the belts. Now they weren't. Now they're nice again. <laughs> Maybe. Um. And then you had the inner circle, Jericho and Hanger versus SCU. With a lot of shenanigans on the outside. What do you think of this?
1: I think it's setting up for something in the future between those groups. Yeah. If I see uh, Scorpio involved next time, if he's I even still Scorpio's part of the Scorpio's guy team. was
0: kind of little breaking away from there. They mm-hmm. kind of pulled him back in, it looked like. Yeah
1: they really were outnumbered, I guess. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I just don't know what they're doing with this whole inner circle thing.
1: It doesn't really seem to have a direction.
0: They're all kind of getting along now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do the thing where Hager and Wardlow stare at each other. Mm-hmm. Their shtick, you know. Well, yeah. What are you gonna say?
1: No, nothing.
0: Next week Jericho Jericho always has himself in a in a match or a major spot on Dynamite. Every yep.
1: week. Yep. I'm sure that was part of the conditions to coming.
0: When was the last time Proud and Powerful wrestled on Dynamite?
1: I can't remember.
0: I can't remember either.
1: I oh, did that parking lot match.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. So, yeah, that was probably it. Since they lost to them, they never do anything with those guys. Sammy Guevara doesn't really wrestle either on Dynamite either. Mm-mm. I mean, they, they come out with Jericho, and they just kind of stand there. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. And then this is the best you have with with MJF, you know, after going for a title shot. Now he just kind of hangs out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Yeah contract signing. Who do you think beat up John Moxley? Do you think it was Kenny or do you think they're introducing somebody new?
1: I think they implied that he hired somebody to attack him. So he knew it wasn't Kenny. And
0: one of his Japanese wrestling no. friends?
1: Could be. I don't know who would. who's coming over though. Say I it's you.
0: throwing Kenta's name out there, I heard.
1: I don't see them bringing him in that way.
0: Or what was um uh, Kenny's friend name that they had th- they were a tag team? Um
1: Bushi. 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 I think he just signed a contract
0: with New Japan. Well, there is a lot of talk, you know, that they may work with New Japan. They've been dropping their names and we're, and talking about matches that Moxley had over there and mm-hmm. something in the making.
1: Koda Bushi's great.
0: Moxley beat the shit out of Kenny Omega
1: Kenny Omega
0: I guess is working through an injury I've read that a couple mm-hmm. that worries me that they might not choose to put the belt on him then
1: yeah well he could get a lighter schedule though probably as champion Because how often does John Moxley wrestle
0: yeah it's not a lot <sighs> hardly ever Next week's title match. Mm-hmm. Who do you like? Who do you got? I think Kenny's gonna win. I think so too. But I wouldn't be surprised if they fool us. hmm Um. Then we had the women's title match. Sheeta versus Anna Jay. I was kind of looking for them to put the title on Anna Jay here. I I I don't know why they're sticking with the with Sheeta. I
1: don't. I, they like her. Like Anna J has been like the only challenger recently that I thought might win. I didn't think she was going to, but
0: I thought she had a chance. But and a she lot of the, a lot of the women, women matches a lot. a lot of the women matches take place during commercial breaks. hmm I would like to see Anna J. Uh when did Abaddon come out? Did I miss that?
1: That was at the end of when Cheetah was celebrating on the ramp. Abaddon showed up and confronted her. She was afraid of her.
0: Abaddon had blood all over her and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of that Abaddon chick.
1: It's different.
0: Yeah, she hasn't been prominent or around for a while either, but I mean it, it, again, this is my, I gripe about AEW all the time. Anna J had a title shot. She was the number fifth contender. Yeah. Why the fuck did she get a title shot? (laughs) What's the point of even being ranked if you can just go on and be like, I'm gonna get a title shot. I'm the number. Who's the number one contender? (laughs) Who's two, three, and four? Yeah. What's what do they do? (laughs) I can't even remember many women on that roster that have done anything. Let's see, Um, who it is real quick, because I was so confused by that. Like, why the hell is she? Is Anna Jay getting this title match? You know? Mm-hmm. Well, she's the number five contender. Let's see the rankings here. The updated rankings. Um, Big Swole is the number one contender. When has she been on TV recently? She was in the background last week. She helped Brandy when she was getting beat up in backstage. Okay but why is she not getting a title match then? Good question. Uh, Nyla Rose is the number two. Okay. Um, Serena Deeb is the number three. She's had six matches. <laughs> <laughs> She's the number three. <laughs> um, Penelope Ford is 11 and five. She's number four and Anna Jay is still number five. Okay. Where's Britt Baker at on this fucking list? She hasn't had a match. I like that FTR is still the number one contender for for the tag titles. Why wouldn't they be? I guess. I mean, this ranking system makes no sense on here. (laughs) Never has. No. Um, did you like Darby Allen's um promo or whatever?
1: I don't even remember
0: it. <laughs> he set up he set a hearse on fire now. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but <laughs> he just does these dumbass things each week. hmm So the last match we had was um Ray and Pac first the butcher and the blade. It was it was good. It was good. I was glad that but uh, Butcher and Blade got the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They got a they win. They've guys in the main event for weeks now. Yeah. They finally, got a big yeah. win. Finally.
0: And then um, all hell broke out. Loose. Eddie Kingston came down, and then they got involved. And for some fucking reason, Lance Archer came out and made the save. Uh huh. Why is he making a save? What was going he, on there? He
1: just hates Eddie Kingston, that's what Tony Schiavone said.
0: Yeah, that was the explanation. <laughs> he really hates Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I can't
1: um, even remember them ever being at the same place at the same time. Neither
0: I don't even remember when why they have a feud or why they had any beef or what the hell is even going on there. I don't understand mm-hmm. that.
1: Yeah, because I don't even think they even had a history like in because Archer was in Japan whenever Eddie Kingston was in DNA.
0: Did they get into it, into it recently on like Nothing,
1: on, I can, It happened on Dark, maybe.
0: Or it happened on Being the Elite or some shit like
1: that. Maybe. I, I, I know. I, I don't remember seeing any interaction between the two of them. Yeah. Well, it gives them both something to do,
0: I guess. Yeah, I guess. You know. Some things just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So there you go. That's what we had. Um, Yeah. Big show next week for them.
1: Yeah. Seems like a good card.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We will see what happens. And that's it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, everybody take care.
1: Happy and Black Friday.
0: Happy Black Friday or whatever the hell you want to celebrate or whatever you do. <laughs> and we will uh, talk to you soon. Later. Later. Bye.